All right, I've got a question that shocks you, right? <laughs> All right, do you ever say something like, I'm not happy with, insert worry or concern of choice here, but I shouldn't feel this way because, insert person struggling with something you think is worse here. Do you ever say something like that? Do your sentences kind of take on that structure? Yeah, me too. Been there. I'm Tracy Winchell, co-creator and host of the Reboots Podcast at RebootsPodcast.com. And this is Season 2 of Tracy's Tiny Reboots, where we're celebrating 12 months of podcasting, plus interviewing more than two dozen people about their life and business reboots. So, during May, every day... We're sharing a lesson learned from our experience. So what did I do to stop feeling guilty about how I feel? Once upon a time, not so long ago, I made myself miserable about how much less miserable I was in comparison to how miserable others were. I felt guilty for feeling miserable and Okay, to tell the truth, sometimes I tried to make misery a competition. Like, I'm way more miserable than you are. Let me tell you about my troubles. You know that person? Yeah, I was that person. So, during the past five years, I've changed an awful lot of things in my life. My approach to where I fit in the universe... Um, finding a great community of people who model God's love, drawing closer to God, deciding some of the why questions about life are a waste of time, and then some. If this formula sounds a little bit familiar, see last week's episodes of Tracy's Tiny Reboots Season 2. But here's another change I made. I also implemented a gratitude practice. What the heck is that? Well, for about four years, I've been writing at least three things each day for which I am grateful. Am I perfect at it? No. At first, I thought this was lame, but a friend challenged me to try it for 30 days. Again, I wasn't perfect. I think that first month, I hit maybe 20 days out of the 30 days. But for some reason, even though I was imperfect, I kept going. And then after 90 days, I quit complaining so much, so I kept going. I was able to, just in five minutes a day of writing down three things for which I was grateful, I I found myself realizing that I was expressing how I was feeling in any given moment, but I didn't feel guilty about how I felt, and I wasn't actually complaining, and yes, There's a difference between expressing how we feel and griping. Look it up. So why is gratitude relevant in the context of what I've learned the past year? Chances are, yeah, you've said, okay, um, Tracy, you've been developing this habit for the past four years, so what does this have to do with what you've learned in the past 12 months? That's a fair question. I've doubled down on gratitude since launching the Reboots podcast. At least five days a week, I take at least five minutes twice a day, morning and evening, to reflect on things for which I am grateful. Like, uh, just a kind of a quick run through my list the last couple of weeks. Um, A great cup of coffee, a St. Louis Cardinals win, 
sunshine, clean sheets on my bed, a great day for breathing. And fellow asthma patients, you're going to feel me on that one, right? So whatever is at the top of my mind in that moment that I will or have enjoyed during the day, it goes on the list. All right, so gratitude is a necessary companion for a joyous spiritual journey. A gratitude practice is deeply spiritual. In fact, I consider it kind of a, a meditation, really, on simple things that bring us peace or happiness. Author Melody Beatty says, Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns whatever we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos to order, confusion to clarity, It can turn a meal into a feast, a house into a home, a stranger into a friend. Okay, so that's the spiritual part of gratitude. There is a science to gratitude. This is a neurological phenomenon. Studies have shown that meditating on the good things in our lives physically alters our brains. You don't believe me? There's a story in thecut.com from 2016 I'll have it on Medium and on the rebootspodcast.com, um, a link to, to that article. It explains that a brain scanning study from a few years ago focused on people in therapy for anxiety or depression. Some were given gratitude tasks, others were not. Subsequent brain scans showed a specific type of brain activity associated with gratitude on the side that was given these gratitude tasks, it lasted well beyond those gratitude tasks. Tasks. It, this was a neurological change in the brains of, of this side of the study. So that's why I've doubled down on this practice. Learning new skills and failing and having to start over again, whether it's a, a podcast or learning a new skill or business, man, Sometimes it takes a toll on our self-confidence. So it's been helpful for me to embrace gratitude, especially on days when I'm not necessarily feeling the gratitude thing. I can always come up with at least one thing for which I am grateful. So you know what I'm grateful for today? <laughs> I'm grateful for gratitude and what it means in my life and what it can mean in your life. All right, what's up next? Tomorrow, Thursday, we're going to talk about failure. And unless technology fails me, we're going to drop in some of my favorite quotes about failure from recent Reboots guests. Until tomorrow, I'm Tracy Winchell, Deo Valente.